For my final reflection, I'm going to be discussing the documentary published in 2017 entitled I Am Jane Doe. This heart-wrenching documentary is about two girls who were forced into the gruesome life of sex trafficking at a very young age and also tells the story from their parents' point of view. It tells about the fight against a legal and political system which protects a website that earns millions of dollars a year while young girls are being raped, drugged, and abused every day. These young girls were taken from their homes and then put onto an escort page of Backpage.com. The documentary shows the struggle it was to find these girls and how the corporate owners of this website barely faced any repercussion for allowing the prostitution and trafficking of underage girls on their website to happen. This film sheds light on how serious of an issue sex trafficking is in the United States. Women in America are constantly taken advantage of and degraded by men every single day, and that's why women and young girls are the prime subjects of trafficking. The evil people who take part in the sex trafficking industry take these innocent little girls away from their homes and sell their bodies to make a profit. And most of the time, it is young girls who live in middle class or come from poor homes. This way, they can easily get them addicted to drugs and fool them into a lifestyle they feel that they can't escape. Not to mention how extremely messed up our politics are, because Backpage.com couldn't be held liable for what third parties were posting on their website due to Section 230 of the 1996 Communications Decency Act that protects websites that post third-party content from being subject to civil or criminal liability. So, considering I picked a film that is based in America, everything that's stated in this film shows a piece of my country's culture. The culture that oftentimes neglects teaching young girls to be powerful and limits teaching boys to be respectful and not take advantage of girls. We constantly teach girls to cover up themselves in order to be modest, to act a certain way to seem more ladylike, but do we ever maybe consider to teach boys not to rape girls? or to teach them to act a specific way? Why does America seem to be doing so little about sex trafficking when it's a blatant, widespread problem? Our culture holds parallels to other countries that allow or sometimes encourage girls to be part of this horrid sex trafficking industry. Venezuela is a country that does little to prevent sex trafficking, considering the government barely ever does investigations into the horrific industry. In China, despite there being laws implemented to prevent trafficking, it is still a widespread problem that many men actually find their wives through this industry. I could never imagine the pain and suffering these girls went through as they spent years in the sex trafficking industry. In fact, I don't even think I'd ever want to imagine Or even think about how painful of an experience it was. They tell stories about being stabbed, shot, burned, abused, being forced to take drugs. And after listening to these stories, it makes me feel so incredibly sick to my stomach. I could never relate to any of the things that these girls went through. However, I can relate in the way that they really weren't taught how to defend themselves from situations of being taken advantage of by men. 
In this context, I've gone my entire life being told that I need to dress a certain way in order to make sure men feel comfortable, and I should always act ladylike, such as never burping or keeping my legs crossed when I sit down. But what about the situation where a boy says something degrading to you or touches you even though you barely know who he is? I've always been taught how to act, but never what to do when a boy tries to take advantage of me. Perhaps, instead of teaching girls to act a certain way, we turn this societal prejudice around and teach boys to act a certain way so that they don't feel so entitled with their actions, and perhaps rates of rape, human trafficking, and domestic violence would decrease immensely. One of the central conflicts in I Am Jane Doe is whether or not Backpage.com can or should be held accountable for allowing all these sex trafficking ads to be posted on their website. Despite Backpage.com claiming that they discredit these ads and remove them immediately, that information is just plain false because the documentary clearly states many instances where moderators were told to keep certain ads as long as they were code-worded. Despite multiple lawyers attempting to sue Backpage.com and their CEO, Carl Freire, it seemed as if every case failed to hold anyone accountable because of Section 230. Finally, on March 17, 2016, Senate Resolution 377 was enacted that authorizes the Senate to file suit against Backpage to enforce its subpoena, which was the start of the long battle to amend Section 270. I think that the major cause of this conflict is legislature not doing enough to prevent human sex trafficking online. As evidence, multiple court cases against Backpage were struck down using Section 230 to defend the lucrative actions of this website. This situation could have been handled a lot better, perhaps by making provisions to Section 230 that prevent sex trafficking ads by third parties or being more strict on the punishments of the Backpage CEO and his other conspirators. This conflict is undoubtedly universal, where women as young as four years old are being sold across the globe through online websites. It's true that in the United States, sex trafficking was made illegal in 2000 through the Trafficking Victims Protection Act. However, it still happens here and all over the world. There needs to be more punishment and legislation passed to make sure that young girls aren't forced into a life of abuse and constant rape. By listening to only two girls' stories of their experience in the sex trafficking industry in the United States, I cannot fathom how much worse and brutal it could be in third world countries where there's little to no laws that prevent young girls' exploitation. Also, the fact that it was almost near impossible to punish the people responsible for the horrid treatment of these young girls opens my eyes to how scary of an industry this really is and how easy it is for the perpetrators to get away with their actions. When you take that and apply it to a global context, it's unimaginable as to what goes on behind closed doors that individuals are able to get away with. Thankfully, there are groups out there that try to prevent sex trafficking by educating young girls by putting more pressure on their government. But even with that, I believe sex trafficking will be an issue that will forever remain. 
I suppose that before I watched this film, I didn't really fully grasp why governmental systems don't do more to prevent sex trafficking from happening, or why it was such a huge problem in America if it was made illegal in 2000. After watching, I now understand that due to Section 230, it's allowed a loophole to permit sex trafficking ads to be published without punishment to those who allowed the ads to be posted in the first place. It's absolutely absurd to me knowing that some courts actually decided to allow Backpage.com to not be punished for their actions because of this ridiculous loophole. Governmental systems, especially in third world countries, allow for sex sex trafficking to happen because it's such a profitable business. In fact, it makes $150 billion every year, to be exact. Even though the concept is so sinister. Our country's court systems are at fault for allowing this industry to become so populated, but not holding individuals accountable for their actions. If we want anything to change, we must outlaw Section 230 and hold big businesses and our political system accountable for the rape and exploitation of young girls around the country.